Welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today is going to be a fun episode with my friend Dwayne Adams of Dwayne Adams Hunting. And Dwayne has a heck of a story to tell. Dwayne, the last time I talked to you, we were talking about uh, December coos deer, and you were talking about rut, and then you had talked that you had the raffle hunter uh, and were excited about that hunt. And uh, I'm down in Mexico, and I'm getting pictures of this giant deer that you guys killed. How are you doing, first of all, before we get into it? I'm doing very good, thank God, Jay. Very, very, really good. Thank God. That's awesome. So why don't you, why don't we just start from the beginning and um, you can kind of tell a little bit about the story of uh, how this hunt came to fruition and then just walk us through it. Yeah, the gentleman drew the tag in the lottery. He's the one that bought some tickets uh, and ended up with the governor tag and he spent $100 and he's just a regular working man and a very nice man, a firefighter from Northern California and and a sad thing, his his house halfway burnt down in that Paradise Fire uh, up in California. So he was concerned with all all of that mess, which you know how that is. That that would turn out to burn ten thousand houses down up there. But a really nice man, and he, he just wanted to kill a, a really nice deer. He had never seen a coos deer, and and I told him if we go in January, uh, we'll start around the on the 10th and we'll see what happens and and we went out uh the first day uh and we got snow all over us jay it was a mess and so we backed out of there and and shane yount and cold yount uh shane's guided for me for a long time and his dad before his dad passed away uh, dana guided for me for 22 years and that's how i met the boys but colt found this buck he found it this summer uh, on a drinker, and he put a trail camera on there and and and, uh, and found this ungodly deer. And then him and his brother, he uh, Colt had the tag, and they went and hunted the deer for a few days. They actually seen the deer once during the season, during that season, but they they couldn't get on it. They had they had his little boys with them. Uh, Jay, and you know how that is. They couldn't keep up. The deer got away and got off out in the flats, and and I'd never been there, Jay. I'd, I'd never been to the place, so I didn't know how to go or anything about it. But Colt, it gave us the green light with this tag to go in there. So we went on in there and 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 got set up and parked, and and he told us exactly where to park and where to hike up to, and then that was the last place that he'd seen the buck. And so we we climbed up there, and as I got up on top of the hill, uh, I run into a, a kid that used to guide for me. His name was Steve Nedaha, and he guided for me for about four years, and he's a very nice young man, and he's a quality hunter. And uh, I walked up to him, and, I, and he said, uh, we're, we're after that big buck, Dwayne. I said, uh, who are you with, Steve? He said, I'm with A3. He said, Ben Bershew's over on the, the other mountain over there, which... I couldn't see him. It was quite a ways away uh, where, where Ben was. And I told him, I said, well, we've, we've got a tag, too. And I said, we're, we're hunting right here. And I told him and, that Colt had found this deer uh, in early September. And, and then he told me that I just lost the deer, and I'm trying to find it. And I said, good luck. And... Uh, so he started glassing for the deer, and then we started glassing for the deer, and 
We last about three hours, I think, Jay. We killed the deer at 11, uh, if I'm correct. But about pretty close to 11 is when we killed the deer. But we started glassing, and Shane and I looked up on top of the mountain and behind the mountain, and, and then finally uh, we started looking back towards the drinker and back out on the flats it is, is what we started doing. And Shane found the deer out on the flats out there, uh, way out in the east in those flats. And I got the hunter on him, and and he killed the deer. It was about 375 yards, and uh, we walked down there, and it was un- ungodly deer. But to back up a little bit, uh, A3 had hired Ben Bershew to, to, find, to, to find that deer, and I, I'll tell you, Jay, uh, the boy did an unbelievable job, and, and I'll tell you why. Because I I've been on a lot of goose chases like that in my lifetime. People tell you about a big deer, and they'll tell you where it's at. And I've been in there, and and I'm going to say about eighty percent of the time I don't find that deer. But Ben found this deer uh, about three days before we got there which I didn't know until Ben came up and, and told me, and he had, he had some great footage on his Instagram that he had posted. But by all rights, Ben and Steve and A3 and Chaz, they should have killed this deer. But what happened, Chaz's brother had the tag, and his daughter had major nose surgery in the sinuses, and she was in the hospital for three days. So... He sat there with his daughter, which was unbelievable. When I heard the whole story, him telling me over the deer that he said uh, it, it just wasn't meant to be. He said because I should have killed this deer a few days ago, and uh, but we didn't. You guys came in and 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 uh, you killed the deer. So you know you got to give those guys a lot of credit, uh, Chaz, Ben, and and uh, and and his brother uh, because. Uh, it could have went either way. We, I told uh, Colt, I mean Shane, I said when they were glassing that direction, uh, Steve lost lost that deer over there. I told I told Colt and I said, I mean excuse me, Shane, let's don't look that way because I don't want to be in a pissing contest with find the deer. They found the deer, so we started looking the opposite direction. So because uh, I, I presumed any minute that Steve was going to find that deer again. Because uh, he, I guess he had those other guys, Ben and, and his buddies, looking over there. Like I said, we could never see those guys. I mean, they were, they were a half a mile or or farther away from us, kind of out on a long ridge. So I, I don't know where they were. We, like I said, we couldn't see them. But but uh, I, I want to tell that Ben did a great job uh, in finding that deer because I have I've I've been on those goose chases, and you. They can tell you exactly where it is, and it, don't find it. Ben come up there and, and congratulated us, along with, with A3, and uh, he could have killed that deer, and I've thought about this in great detail since then. He, he had that deer at 60 yards with a bow, and he, and he let it go because these guys are going to come in the next day, and I'll tell you, Jay, that's... That's unbelievable that that he did that, and uh, so that tells you a lot of fortitude and a lot of how that young man's a quality young man and and uh, and what he did in that whole whole deal. The same with with A three. Uh, uh, 
that was his brother that had the tag. But the deer just somehow lost, they lost a deer over there where they were looking, and, it, and it, it filtered out in the flats, Jay. It filtered way out in the flats, out in the east, where we were glassing, you know, like I said, over a half a mile away. And we happened to find it, and thank God we killed it. And uh, Ben scored it right there in it, it, when we did it, he came up with a 149 and five eighths, and we since have scored it two or three. Uh, we've got 150, we got 103 quarters. I mean, we it's all in that zone, so it's it's way over 149 inches. So, it, unreal. It, it's unbelievable, you know. And it, and it could be a hybrid. I, I'm not I'm not saying that it's not. I, I'm a guide. I, I'm not a biologist. Uh, I, I don't know. All I do know is it has an it has a white tail, and it, it when we seen it, I mean I I never even dreamed that it was anything but a gigantic white tail, and that's that's how we killed it. When you guys saw it, or when you saw it for the first time, when you guys were trying to get on it to shoot it, were you, was it just crazy looking to your eye? I mean, wide and just just what were you thinking? Well, that's exactly right. It 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 had its butt to us. And it, Shane had seen it standing stand there feeding broadside, and then he, he told me about it, and I got on it, and at that time it kind of turned and, and and had its head down feeding, and it was ungodly. I mean, I I mean I've seen I, I've killed over forty, 40 Boone and Crockett bucks with clients. I ain't never seen nothing like this in my life, and it, the the horns were outside its butt substantially as it was a. Uh, feeding there and then it kind of walked a little bit to the right when it raised his head up you know you could just see that it was uh it, most people including myself will never see a deer like that again and and it was that simple so uh, tall did a great job we got him on the rifle and uh, he, he had uh he's used one of my rifles one of my custom rifles that kyle craig made it that you know were deadly accurate thank god and and we killed it and and it worked out pretty good so so, Dwayne, that was on the Arizona Super Big Game Raffle tag. He 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 bought a hundred dollars, if I'm correct, if I remember right, hundred dollars worth of tickets, and and he and he won that. I've I've actually helped uh, three people on that on that same tag in in my lifetime with with the draw, and uh, he he was actually the third guy that I'd helped. Okay, and just to tie in a couple of part of the story here from what Connor that had the actual auction tag the tag that they purchased is that correct so there, it wasn't an archery hunter that was hunting them it was another it was someone that had bought the auction permit yeah that's correct uh, uh, A3's brother uh, Chaz's brother bought, bought the, 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 the tag oh, okay so must have been Shane Roten. Yeah, it's Chad Roten from A3. It must have been Shane Roten that bought the governor's tag, and so basically, you guys were both hunting for the buck. You guys ended up looking out into the flats. You found the deer and you killed the deer, and then they came up and were congratulatory. And so you're saying that, um, you know, they came up and were gentlemen and what have you about the deal. Well, they're they're actually unbelievably courteous, especially. Uh, those two guys, uh, Shane and his brother, 
both of them because, you know, like he said, he said, and he said this, it just wasn't meant to be. He said, because Ben had found the deer three days before that and watched it every day for three days. And then, uh, and he said his daughter had an op- had to have an operation, a sinus operation. It was a, it was a major operation, he said. So she was in the hospital. You know, and I and I, you got to give that guy a lot of credit when you you really think about the the whole thing. You know, I mean, these guys are calling him, telling him that they got a 150 coos deer, and my lord, I mean, yeah, that, that that's family's that, more important. Yeah. Family's more important, and he 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 exercised that there, and so you God bless him, and I hope he kills a a gigantic buck because he was a quality man, and so, and so was a. All the A3 people as well. So I know that all of us outfitters get bad names uh, for one reason or another. But in this case, these guys were quality people on on every aspect. And uh, uh, I, I just I didn't want any ill feelings in any way because it really wasn't that way. Because when I seen Steve up there, I walked right up to Steve because. Uh, he had guided for me for four years, and when he told me he found the big buck was over there, I told Shane, "Let's don't glass over there." I mean, I, I don't. We're not going to glass that way. Those boys are glassing over there, and if they kill it, God bless them. We'd have walked right off that mountain and walked over there and shook their hands, just and and said congratulations and what an ungodly buck. We knew it was an unbelievable buck because of the pictures that that Colt had had. Uh, which he had several pictures of that buck in, in the summertime, and uh, but you know the the truth, uh, I guessed the deer, and I was way off. I guessed the deer at about 135, May, maybe a little better. But when I seen that thing, I knew I was way off. When you see a trail <laughs> cam picture, you know you see a trail cam picture. That's that's a different story. Well, you glass yeah. those binoculars and see how long those points are and how wide and the whole. That I knew I was, I was way off. So yeah, unbelievable deer. Um, you know, the word hybrid comes up and people start talking about a hybrid. I would ask you, regardless of hybrid or not, like it had a full white tail and it had a full white face, did it not? That's exactly right, and and it did, and it has has a white tail, and it, and it had the face, and and it had it has the whole thing, you know. So, uh, as far as you putting it as a Boone and Crockett, I don't know how that goes. I I don't know if they test it or not. I don't. I that's way out of my league. Uh, I don't have a clue. So I'm sure yeah. it, they might do that, and if they do, so that's that's okay. It it it's it's still a great deer. For anybody yeah. and that, that killed it. For sure. Well, that's an awesome story. The last time we talked, uh, you were also uh, going to be doing some December coos deer hunts, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, and how did the season end up shaking out for you as far as rut uh, and you know behavior and, and what you saw out there and then carrying that forward uh, on this on this uh, raffle hunt, uh, what were the deer doing as far as rutting and the time frame? Like, when did when did you really notice them rutting hard, and what was going on with them? Well, they weren't rutting in December, uh, not even close. Uh, we we did. Well, I would actually didn't see any. You, you might see a spike or a two point acting silly, but you darn sure didn't see any deer that was real. 
uh, you know, even in the bucks in the nineties and up, we did we never we never seen anything. We ended up killing a really nice buck, uh, you know, real close to hundred inches. Uh, we killed that deer, but we didn't see anything that was running. Dwayne, um, I want to take a second here because here on February twelfth coming up here in about two weeks. And I know you spend a lot of time in Unit 1, so I want to talk to you a little bit about Unit 1 and then anything else that you want to talk about. But before we do that, I want to thank the sponsors of this podcast. And I want to remind the listeners, GoHunt.com is the title sponsor of this podcast. And the Optics Authority, uh, the glassing guru, Cody Nelson, my friend of 20-plus years, I've had him lately on the podcast a bunch uh, and he's the optics manager. If you need any optics needs at all, whether it be rifle scopes, spotting scopes, binoculars, tripods, etc., you can reach out to him at 702-847-8747. That's extension 2. Or you can email him at optics at gohunt.com. I also want to remind you guys, when you're filling out your applications and looking at breaking down uh, the Arizona elk and antelope draw, as well as all the other states that are going to follow up here behind Arizona, uh, GoHunt.com Insider. If you go to GoHunt.com, in, uh, excuse me, GoHunt.com forward slash Jay Scott, uh, you can get a $50 GoHunt Gear Shop gift card just by signing up for the Insider. It's the best Western hunting resource tool out there to find draw odds, the most accurate draw odds. And uh, they are the title sponsor of this podcast. I want to thank them for that. I also want to thank Kuyu.com. That's K-U-I-U.com. Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. That's the gear that I wear. Uh, CanyonCoolers.com. If you use the JScott19 promo code, you're going to get a 10% discount. Phonescope.com. That's the uh, digiscoping adapter that I use to get all of the great uh, video footage. If you use the JScott19 promo code, you're going to get a 10% discount on all orders. And then onxmaps.com, use the JScott19 code to get 20% off Onyx Maps. What a resource that is. I used it down in Mexico uh, with the aerial feature and uh, really worked well on those ranches. Uh, Dwayne, you've spent 30-plus years uh, up in Unit 1 chasing elk. Um, looks like we're getting pretty good moisture um, the, the people that are interested in putting in for Unit 1, uh, talk a little bit about how you foresee uh, the elk hunt uh, up in Unit 1 coming and, and any of your thoughts on that. Well, thank God we got the moisture. I think that's going to be the big difference. Uh, last year we never got anything up there, and the horns were down between 25 and probably 40 points, Jay. that I think that was really common, and Unit 1 is probably has more water, Jay, than all the other units combined because there's, you know, lakes and streams everywhere. So uh, they've, they've got about four or five feet of snow up there, I understand now, thank God. So I think it's going to be a great year. And how much holdover do you think, you know, with these bulls that were down 25, 30, 40 inches, you know, potentially with good moisture, do you feel like there's a real chance that there can be some really good bulls that, you know, have another age, a year of age on them, and, you know, with good antler growth, with good spring moisture, it just could be a bang-up year? I think so, Jay, because, you know, my uncle has a place in Pine Top, and he left it, it October the 15th, 
and he had three inches of snow on it on his place and he's called his neighbor all the time and there's 12 inches there now so if there's 12 inches in pine top my lord big lake and 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 all of that zone is is literally gonna you know have lots and lots of snow so those springs that come back and you know all this stuff that that, that uh those lush meadows and so the food's going to be fabulous, and and I and, and I I think with all animals, if they got good food, they explode and come back very fast. Yeah. Um, how many years have you been hunting in Unit One? Uh, this year will be forty. So, in your opinion, like the bugling last year on a drought year, was it a lot worse than on normal years when you have pretty decent moisture? Yeah, it wasn't as good as it usually is. It, 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 that's correct. Uh, you, it was wasn't as good, and, and by all means, you know, we always call the twentieth a magic day of September. Usually, by twentieth, the rut is going to be in full swing, and that could be the eighteenth, and that might that might be the twenty second. But that zone right there has always been what we call this thing is going to get on, and it didn't really get on till like the twenty second, twenty third. It was later this year to where there was. Those you know those just screaming their guts out and and the race is on and and uh, you know uh, and and you know this Jake as you guide a lot of guys uh, uh, can't run and gun because they have knee problems they got back problems you know you know they're, they're a lot of, a lot of hunters they, they they can't do a lot of things that we do and so you like to set them on a wallow in it Jay last year we really struggled with that part because I had a guy. That had a replacement knee, and he and he had a hard time getting around in camp, much less anywhere else. And two or three of the places that I had hunted over the years, we they were plum dry, Jay. There wasn't an ounce of water. We finally found a place about midway through the ha- the hunt in the evening, and the guy killed an elk off of it. But boy, I'm telling you, it it, it was something till then. Well, I'm hoping that. Uh... You know, the snow continues, and we have a good February and a good March, and then uh, have some good early monsoons, hopefully maybe late June, right there at the 1st of July, we get good monsoon rains, and um, we have a have a bang-up elk year. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, Dwayne, I know, I know you're busy. Um, I, I really appreciate hearing the story about the raffle tag buck. It's just a giant. I can't wait to hopefully see the rack in person one of these days, and... Um, I'm glad your hunter was able to get a beautiful buck for sure. I want to give you a chance if you have any final or concluding thoughts uh, and also how people can get a hold of you uh, to talk more either about coos deer. um, Obviously, they probably heard the Kaibab podcast. They want to talk about the Kaibab and or uh, the Unit 1 elk hunt. Well, the best way to get in touch with me is just Dwayne Adams, and my phone number is 520-385-4995. And I also have a Coos Deer book that I sell, and I have a Kaibab book. And if you're looking for a great hunt in Unit 1, we'd love to have you. I, I guide them, Jay, for 14 days uh, uh, for the same price. and I, I love to hunt just as much as is is taking them, so... Uh, we we love chasing all kinds of animals, and we love chasing big bulls too. That's awesome, buddy. Well, thanks for coming on. Uh, God bless, and I uh, can't wait to see that buck in person. And I'm glad that it uh, you know several sportsmen were after him, and I'm I'm glad it came to a 
a good ending and and it was a good feelings all the way around so that's uh that's that's a good thing that's a win for everybody god bless you jay and and it's always good talking to you all right buddy take care take care okay bye bye jay